Welcome, everybody, to the Untitled Theme Entertainment Design Show podcast, episode 77, in which we made predictions, prognostications for the year 2023, didn't we, Patrick? Oh, it was a lot of fun. We also looked at our past predictions and saw how far off. We got a couple ones right. We got a couple wrong. And you should stay tuned and listen to here. Everybody, welcome to the Untitled Themed Entertainment Design Show. This is your host, Patrick Lane. We started a little late today. Welcome. Uh, pardon the delay. I know a lot of you rely on us. Um, <laughs> we just had a little bit of some technical issues um, with Andy's laptop uh, or his computer. It's not running. So, Charlie, why don't you come on screen and we can have a little chit-chat and maybe we can get have people get to know you a bit. Why not? You know, why not chat? How's it going, Charlie? This, uh, you know, you're back there producing the show. How are you doing, man? Doing well. How about you, Patrick? I, d- I didn't tell you I was going to bring you on, but you know, it's it, right. it's, it's showbiz, baby. <laughs> um, well, Charlie, what what's what have you been up to? I mean, you, how's work going? You know, some people want to know what um, what you do for you know for work and all that. Uh, get to know the producer. Yeah, it's uh, everything's going well. I'm a creative designer in themed entertainment. Uh, just graduated in 2021. Uh, you know, not the not the greatest time to graduate, but um, yep. uh, I, I'd been working in uh, parks a long time, just in ride operations. Um, so I continued through with that, um, and then just what, what, what rides did you work on? I uh, started at Lake Compounds in Connecticut, working on uh, the famous Boulder Dash wooden coaster, um, among others. And then uh, in 2021, after graduation, I went out to uh, Cedar Point and uh, worked on some of the rides out there. So that was a really good time. Yeah, I got to say, I'm a really big fan of people who work with operations um, and, and kind of get, get, their, get their experience like that. So, so that's great. So you're, you are, you're, in, uh, you're in New York, uh, upstate New York, and you are not going to paint your walls or put anything on your walls. It's a very bare, bare background. My little... Uh, pretty blank little office back here but you know today was one of my rare work from home days we had a big snowstorm last night so here yeah I- and well and just to uh just to kind of talk about it you know we've, we've talked about it before but just you know andy and i started the network in 2020 and really we wanted to bring people together to to have something to do and to get any experience and get to know people and you know you're probably a pretty good case study for that uh you know landing a job after uh, graduation um and I'm not sure if they, when you were interviewing, well, I'm also a producer at TETV, but um, also uh, Trevor, our other producer, he's landed a gig now. And also um, CJ, of course, he's been working on, a, on, on an, or, I don't know, I, don't, I forget he's been public about what he's working on, but he may or may not be uh, working at a Universal Studios Hollywood uh, on a big project right now, which is exciting um, for a contractor. Uh, well, hey, you know what, Charlie? Why don't you figure out what's going on with Andy, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll uh, talk about a couple things here on the background. Sure. Um, so, folks, talking about the news, um, Splash Mountain closed at the Magic Kingdom. So, for for those of you that uh, are involved in theme park Twitter or theme park discussion, 
you know, quite an interesting unfolding hours. I was watching it like from my, from my bed as it unfolded last night. And really, uh, you know, it's the ride's closed. We know what's happening. We know why it's closing down. It's uh, closing to, uh, to make way for Tiana's uh, Bayou Adventure. I think that's the, the right name for it. I, I should look it up. Um, but hey, you know, for those watching, feel free to chime in with your thoughts. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, from my point of view, um, it's just interesting to see kind of how weird it got <laughs> with like people almost getting a little too intense about, um, about it not closing and uh, got a little political and kind of weird energy around it and phoning the governor and trying to, yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I was trying to wrap my head around it a little bit about when has there been a case of attractions closing not due to underutilization of the experience. So what, what does that mean? Uh, if you look at Maelstrom um, or you look at Nikki's uh, or uh, Mo Great Movie Ride, or you look at, you know, Universe of Energy, you know, there's, you know, there's a lot of factors involved in why they replace those uh, attractions. But the, the common one is just look, okay, are people actually going on this ride? Is it packing them in? Um, Maelstrom probably had a healthy, you know, healthy ending, but I think we can all agree that now Frozen, uh, Mickey and Minnie on one right railway, and Guardians of the Galaxy are way more utilized at the theme parks than uh, than their predecessors were. Even if we, you know, you can discuss the merits of, of the trans of the the differences in them. Uh, so when I look to try to figure that out, you know, I might have had to have gone all the way back to Mr. Toad. For such controversy, um, there were protesters that came. I, one of my one of my friends and former and former coworkers actually was one of the protesters trying to save Mr. Toad. Um, they got out. It happened. Yeah, they, it got. Um, it ended up just a very interesting thing to just go down that rabbit hole. So, Splash Mountain was a very popular attraction. Um, it still is to this day. I mean, you know. It, um, it was not closed because of underutilization. It was, it was made specifically to be inclusive of all audiences when they made the announcement on that. So interesting to see how that, how that's going to unfold. Uh, and excited for the crew, you know, really, you know, it's kind of interesting whenever there's work going on at Disney in Orlando, I'm always excited because usually my friends are working on it. And same thing. My, one of my friends is working on this attraction right now. So I'm excited to see how that, that comes about. Up oh, splash is closed and we are excited to see what happens uh, in the, in the opening of 2024. Uh, and when it will open. And actually, I want to predict that later, later on. This is a prediction show, right? We're going to be doing that as soon as we get Andy back on here. Other big news, um, very interesting news. Universal made some pretty interesting announcements about opening in uh, a new entire theme park concept. Uh, looks like it's targeted to the little ones. Um, probably a comparable to Legoland. Looks like it's centered around DreamWorks in uh, essentially Dallas, Texas. It's in the outskirts of Dallas, Texas. So, you know, Universal is alive and well, uh, which is really exciting to see. Uh, you know, it's kind of same day they made announcements that um, they're also opening up a destination attraction for Mo Universal Monsters at Area 51 or Area 15. Sorry. Also really cool. I mean, it was just an exciting day for announcements from them. Looking to see what that's going to be like. Um, and I was looking at the the, the, the comment or the, the previous episode and, you know, you know, Universal's kind of going gang gangbusters right now. It's exciting to see that the, them spreading out. Um, you know, I imagine Disney may follow, or they already have things in the work that aren't announced yet. We'll, I have no insider information, but 
Uh, it's interesting to see uh, what that's going to be like as it comes. Uh, and then, uh, oh yeah, well, it's Charlie, I see your comment, but yeah, uh, that was uh, because they didn't want to have two. So Charlie in the comments in the private chat mentioned that when they closed Snow White here to make way for essentially a meet and greet area, um, they got rid of the Snow White scary adventure, then made way for for uh, for the the seven dwarfs. And I think the the closest answer I got was, yeah, but there's just too many Snow White attractions. Um, and maybe they can get more people through uh, on the on the on the the uh, on those meet and greets, and then maybe customer satisfaction, guest satisfaction, I suppose as well. Back to Universal. Um, excited to see what that that I will go. I'm 100% go to their haunt experience. Uh, it's really it's just really fun to see that kind of collaboration going on. And uh, I, I'm a big Halloween Horror Nights fan out here, so to see some a uh, permanent installation out there, see if that can work out. Great test of the market. And excited to see that come. Um, other big news, we did see there were kind of like soft retirements or soft layoffs, however you want to discuss it. But Mark uh, uh, Mark Woodbury is leaving Universal, may have already led, as, as well as a few other kind of high, higher ups. Pretty interesting to see that, you know. And, um, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, they, they'll come back another way. Maybe they'll go work at another company. Who knows? But uh, interesting to see that shake up. Maybe that makes a little more room for the younger generations to move up, which is great. So we'll see how that works out. Uh, there is a position right now on the on the Universal Creative website for like senior vice president of Universal Creative. So that was interesting to see that. So if you if you are available, um, feel free to go ahead and <laughs> apply to be the senior vice president of Universal Creative. Interesting to see that position. Uh, then next up, maybe we got a couple Disney announcements as well. Um, I'm gonna, there's actually quite a few because it's been about a month since we've been on the air. So I'll start with Galactic Star Cruiser. Big fan of that project. Huge fan. Uh, but they are cutting back on the number of shows they are doing. So if they do not have high capacity or high occupancy, they are starting to cancel those and truncate them. Um, you know, it's pretty obvious. It costs a lot of money to run that. And if there's there's local occupancy, uh, they'd rather have people go and, and shift over to there. So uh, I, I hope that they, they keep all the actors and keep the integrity of the experience and that truncating it to a few times a week is the way that they can make it work because it's a really incredible experience. Um, so keep your eyes on the globe on that one. Of course, we got a Tron opening date. Hey, Andy, how you doing? Hey, Welcome guys. Sorry about that. No worries. We are talking about – I'm just running for the news, Andy, so – <laughs> Follow my lead because we've already covered, covered a couple things. But just right. just wants um, uh, April fourth is the opening date for Tron, um, which is exciting. Uh, so looking forward to riding that here. At, I was at the parks over the last couple weeks ago and saw saw it cycling. I'm excited to go on the rides, which is really cool. And there's so much news; it's kind of crazy. Nintendo has opened, soft opened its technical rehearsals. That is ongoing. Um, Annie and I are planning to go uh, to Universal on Wednesday. Super excited to go to that project. I'm out in LA for a couple of days. I am real. I am really excited to go see that project. Um, I've attempted to be as spoiler free as possible, um, and look forward to experiencing the attraction and, of course, the sightlines, the controversial sightlines myself, and see if it's really more of an uh, like if you go to this corner of the park and you put up your angled camera here, you see it, or if it's you or you just see it. I, I don't know. So I'm excited to see that. Lots of friends of mine have worked on that project eight years ago to now to in the field. So excited to see that uh, open up. Uh, Mickey and Minnie starting their uh, 
Uh, they're testing right now with with cast members, so they're they're opening up soon, which is cool out there. Uh, and then, I mean, there's so much. I think I even missed a few things already. Uh, I talked about the the new park in universe in uh, Texas. Talked about monsters at Area 15. I mean, let, let's go back to that. What's your take on Area 15 and that monsters experience? That that that's that's interesting and cool stuff, in my point of view. The what? The monsters. Uh, the monsters location based experience for Universal at Area 15. What about it? I mean, I'm excited about it too. I mean, that's oh, okay. Gonna, yeah, just I any mean, that's gonna, commentary or thoughts. That's going to be uh, that's going to be. I think the the most exciting thing about the park because I mean, everything else is just going to kind of be oh, well, Nintendo talking, about, talking huh? about Las Vegas. Are oh, you talking about Las Vegas? The Las Vegas attraction at Area 15, not whatever that other thing you were talking about. That who knows. Uh, I'm really excited about that. I'm hoping to work on it. I like uh, when it, yeah. as soon as it was announced, I'm like I'm, I'm working the phones. I'm like, <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. And uh, I, I've already had a meeting about it, and uh, very excited. And I think that uh, I think that it's going to be an incredible addition to Area 15. Have you, you've been to Area 15. I've yeah. been to Area 15. Uh, I think that it's. Uh, uh, I mean, that's going to sort of become a mini urban theme park. I think eventually, yeah. you know. With the addition of the, you know, you've got already got Meow Wolf there and and uh, Lost Spirits, which is sort of offsite ish, but yeah. and the uh, and that now with the Universal year round hot, I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm super excited to see how that all that all funds out. Um, and I and I kind of I mentioned it while you were out, but like kind of excited to see what Disney's going to do. We know that they they are they are looking to do more experiences that are out in the world that are not their theme park. So excited to see what they're how they're going to answer the call for that. I'm trying to get my lighting so it's not all crazy in here. Let's see if that helps in any way. That's terrible. Uh, okay. That's a blue light. I don't know. Um, cool. Uh, well, any other big news, Charlie, that I missed out? I think I hit almost everything. Uh, oh, uh, Bob Weiss going to Gensler. So these guys would never retire. Um, that was news. Yeah, that was. Uh, I, I remember I, I woke up in the morning. It was shocking news, and it's just like, wow, <clears throat> it's the Gensler shuffle now. You know, you got the the, the former design manager at Gensler now running WDI, and Bob Weiss going to Gensler to do theme entertainment for Gensler, and I. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's just. I mean, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure it all has to do with money. I'm sure right. that Imagineering, you know, was pushing him out. He's too expensive. But Gensler's like, <clears throat> we have unlimited money, and yeah. we want to do more theme entertainment stuff. So come on I mean, yeah, I mean, that's the way to do it. So interesting to see that. Yeah. All right. So look, <clears throat> this is I okay. I'm, I got this. Um, I don't know where I got this idea from. I think something I listened to in the past used to do predictions. Actually, maybe Adam Carolla in the Adam Carolla show, and maybe it was Loveline. But he used to do these prediction shows where he tried to predict what was happening, and they go back and review it, and it was funny to watch. And uh, so we have some video queued up. Charlie, feel free if you want to come on screen and kind of just help with this so we can kind of talk it out because I know this is going to be a slightly – I'm going to get you back on. So in uh, – what day was it? It was January something of 2022. We made several predictions, and the whole idea is let's just see how off we are how, how or, or, or accurate. And uh, so where do we want to start? Where, where do you have queued up? And then we'll just go down the line. And I'd like to do it where if we hear the predictions, we can go all the way through, and then and then we can start 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 again and make a 
Uh, I don't know if there's a buzzer sound we can make, like a eh, or we, we have to have a pull the audience, but uh, exciting to see how this goes. Uh, and then here, let's have some nice background music. Well, the uh, first one we have is just, you know, some personal breaks. Will Patrick get a haircut this year? I'm going to say no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do not. I have my hair in a bun right now. Yeah, I'm no. gonna say yes. I'm gonna say in 2022, <clears throat> I will get a haircut. Now, granted, haircut could mean trimming just to like look a little bit better with long hair. So, uh, but I also just love letting it grow it out and just seeing where it goes. So, that's I think that's a pretty. We'll see. That might be a coin flip. We'll document that. All right. Uh, All CJ right. in the studio. <laughs> did I get? It? Did I so get? You it? did get a haircut though, didn't you? I got a trim, folks. I got a trim. Uh, it was like December. It could have been in January, though. I actually think I got the trim in J uh, this year. So we're going to give you a half a point on that, Andy. Um, but I, I will say that I, I did get a trim. Um, since it was the time that it lapsed, I think we're going to give you that point. Um, so nice work on that. <laughs> Go ahead and play the next one, Charlie. Next up, I think we had some Disney predictions. Okay, you don't want to do the personal prediction for Andy? We don't have to do that one. That's okay. <laughs> okay, let's skip that one. There's my, my trimmed hair, everybody. Enjoy it. It's should sim as well. Yeah. Uh, so let's start. Okay, so you know what? We're, we're just going to throw up some pictures and make some predictions. Let's start off with Disney parks. Um, not specific rides yet, right? Because we have those later in experiences. But any big predictions for Disney parks and resorts? Uh, I'm happy to go first. Or Andy, do you want to go first? Um, let's see what you have to say, and then I, I have a specific prediction, so you go first. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try not to make 50 at once, because I'm, I'm going right. to make it very clear. I think that in 2022, the Disney Park reservation system for regular paying guests, non-annual pass holders, is going to be heavily modified or just gone, ripped out. We can pause right there. my prediction as well. Definitely wrong on that one. They held, <laughs> they held it all the way. To, to, even now, they're just now starting to make modifications on that so that that's an interesting one um and you maybe maybe it'll fall into our next our next predictions but it was announced um that they they are dropping the park hopping which is just i, I try to be neutral part like i was at disneyland a few weeks ago a park hopping there like you can blow through disneyland or california adventure in two hours if you rope drop the park so then you're just like okay what do i do now i'm not gonna um so they, they are modifying that probably in the, I think it's next week or so, that you can park hop after 11, which is great. Um, they've dropped the uh, park reservations being needed for annual pass holders out here in Florida, uh, unless it's a Saturday or Sunday and it's Magic Kingdom. That's great. Uh, I mean, that's a, that's a, they just need to start selling annual passes again. Um, the landscape at Disney is so wacky right now where it's like, I don't know how you can keep track about whether or not you can get this, get a pass, not get a pass. They started the magic key program again. They stopped sales, they started sales. Um, I, it's really quite astonishing how, how, that, how that all works. Um, and and I, I will say like, a big fan of Disney, big fan of all that. Um, but it also seeps out in the general public when I talk to people, hey, I'm going to Disneyland. They're like, oh, how, how'd you make that work? Or good luck or whatever. So interesting to see how that, that all plays out. Well, what do you got, what, uh, Charlie? What do you got next? Is it more of the same on that? Next, uh, we had we had one for uh, some for Universal, I believe. As well. Yeah, let's see what we got. Thanks for doing the Two editing. Here. for Universal. Uh, I think that the 
uh, that Universal is going to continue ramping up, or not continue ramping up, that's ramping up the wrong word, but um, I think that the the snark war between Universal and Disney will escalate uh, as, you know, the difficulty of going, actually going to the Disney parks, you know, becomes more egregious and, and, and unpleasant. And Universal's like, well, you can just show up anytime you like. Well, and he's walked away. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I'd probably say the same. I don't, I don't necessarily know or think that it got any different. Uh, Andy, maybe you're a little bit more in tune with theme park Twitter, but did that get worse or what do you think? I don't know. I mean, I didn't go to Florida last year, so uh, I don't know if it's worse or what, you know? Well, on the Twitter, your, your prediction was that the, the snark on Twitter was going to be there for Universal. Oh, it's so much worse now. <laughs> okay, you'll, you'll, have to, you'll have to be the judge of that. Okay, so that's... I, I think it's so much worse. All right, next up, this is going to be a good one. Here we go. We made a prediction. That's my prediction. I think definitely. I think definitely. I definitely agree. Do you, do you, do you have insider... If you have insider knowledge, just don't even say it. I'm going to say... They were originally planning 2023. I'm going to say that it's going to be they're going to it's going to be pushed back to 25. But that's I would, good. I would agree with that. Yep. There we go. We were finally we, we, were, we were right. <laughs> right. And I had no insider information on that at all. Zilch, and we were right. They, and they made the announcement. Then we also predicted they would make the announcement this year. Uh, so have they said it's like spring, or did they just say 2025 at this point? It's 2025. 2025. Okay. Well, pat on the back for that one. Uh, next up, we got one for Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> so this was uh, Galaxy opening. I don't know if they've announced the season. I think they announced it for. I can't. I don't. I don't want to public. I don't know. I, I think they said summer 2022. Did they say that? I think. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Good. 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 So this is the. Uh, I mean, this was delayed due to COVID 19, right? It was supposed to. Be all, you know, Tron. That was all supposed to be open now. So. That's extra time, but obviously we know that basically all construction at Disney World stopped for almost like eight months to nine months, uh, similar to how Universal do with Perfect Universe Park. Uh, I, you know, we, we know so far about it. The coaster, it's kind of they're trying to go for coasters that aren't too thrilling, but just just above, you know, kind of that sweet spot above Thunder Mountain. Uh, I, I think uh, it looks like it's going to be like at the level of like the Mummy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> could be. Could be. The, could be there. I'm going to say that this is. I'm going to say this is going to be kind of the sleeper hit. Of, of the theme park world for, for for 2022. I mean that. I mean, Eddie, have you been on this? I forget if you've been on this ride. I may have even. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't been on it. But uh, I, you know, obviously, we did the show on it. You've been on it. Everybody's been on it, and it is. Uh, it's a little bit of a step above the mummy. <laughs> I'd say it's a step above the mummy, but I and I would also say that, uh, yeah, a sleeper hit. I mean, huge hit. I mean, I don't. I. I I would even say, you know, not since Rise of the Resistance that we've seen that big of a attraction make a big impact, and um, and I, I think it's more fun than Rise of the Resistance too. Like, I it's 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 like not as labor. I mean, it's it's I'm not saying it's as immersive as as that, but I mean, great attraction, huge dynamic change for Epcot. I mean, it is the attraction you got to go on, <clears throat> and I think just generally speaking, people are pretty big fans of it. I I didn't see I saw some nitpicks here and there, and I think there are, and I'm sure that you know if we pulled if we got Wyatt drunk, he'd tell us the nitpicks that he even has. But overall, a solid attraction. Um, so congratulations to the Guardians of the Galaxy team. They're all on the different different things, and um, really cool to see that that was a success. And well, you know, I think I, I I root for everyone. You know what I mean? I want everyone to succeed. I want attractions to do well. You know. Um, 
and I, I really did you pull D twenty three, um the D twenty three stuff? Oh my gosh, I watched that earlier today and I was just like I'm like <laughs> just... Yeah, Charlie, if you could pull that D I think that is that might be if you could go back and get it because I, I tagged it. Because that's worth watching because we really were kind of we were right about that stuff, which is Yeah, we were we were really reaching and we couldn't come up with anything and apparently neither could they, so <laughs> yeah. um <clears throat> all right, well Charlie, you, oh, you're looking for okay. Yeah, yeah go ahead and let's see what we got. D23. This is already like prediction. Don't even tell, it's such, such a vague announcement that it's something, but fair enough. I don't know. I mean, like maybe maybe announcing Star Wars Land for you know Galaxy's Edge for Paris. Did they announce that already? Maybe. Well, there was that whole slate of stuff that they had announced that, that that then just got canceled, if I recall. Yeah. For the studios part. Yeah. Well, the Marvels going there. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. So. Well, I think it's here for Epic Universe. Basically, I said that well, like. Well, Joe Fox just had a good play. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So bring up, the, bring up the bring up the Joe Fox quote. A comment. Yeah. So basically, I just I just needed the audio. Uh, I basically said like it's just going to be like this really nebulous, broad announcement that's going to be not specific. So that was, and they did it. Um, gosh, I'm starting to disappear. And and what what a we didn't even what a what a crazy D twenty three where they just basically tossed out harmonious, tossed out disen or enchanted, or enchantment. I, I'm sorry, I, I, whatever enchantment. And we're like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna not gonna do those shows anymore. Sorry guys, like that's pretty big deal to just toss out a show after so, you know how much invested went into it. And, and to, to to replace it with the previous show and have have. <laughs> Have a standing ovation like it was a soccer match. Yeah, I mean, it, to me, it definitely felt like it was that um, Fast and Furious uh, super charge moment where uh, if I get Mark Rubin, I forget who it was, but Mark Rubin just said, "Yeah, we wouldn't have built that ride." Kind of like a, okay, yeah, uh, Terry Koo. Yeah, oops, yeah, Terry, that's right. Oopsie Daisy. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, so that's gone now. Epcot, bring Epcot, long live Epcot forever. Bring. Um, Quite remarkable that that was what the big the takeaway, and then maybe kind of a photo of a uh, of of uh, oh, pardon me, par uh, big photo of Marvel, which was just kind of like everything you can imagine in one shot, and who knows what's going to actually be. Uh, all right, next up, what do we got? We got D we got a uh, Meow Wolf predictions. Meow Wolf. Yeah, let's get to it. Rumblings of um, property from area f developers or people who are tied to Area Fifteen, maybe purchasing some land. Uh, you know, there was a very big year for Meow Wolf, right? They 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 uh, opened up the Convergence Station, they opened up a Mega Mart. Um, really kind of proved, I think. You know, they, I think they publicly said that ticket sales are going strong. Uh, at least on Mega Mart, I'm not sure about Denver. Uh, really, and even if you know their, even even if they, they their sales were not great, and I don't, I'm not speculating that they are not great, the industry itself is being influenced. Everybody's referencing Meow Wolf, and every brainstorm you're in, or you know, people are saying, "Oh yeah, like this or like that." We want that immersion. We want to have that more feel, that feel. So. They're definitely huge influences in the industry. Any predictions from you on Meow Wolf in 2022? Well, I think that you will probably hear uh, an announcement of, you know, or some, you know, you know, weird Meow Wolf style announcement of, you know, another installation somewhere, um, maybe outside the United States. What do you think? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's interesting. Outside the United States. Yeah. That'd be, that'd or, be interesting. You know, and also, you know, I think it's inevitable we're going to start to see like, you know, yes. knockoffs of yes. Meow Wolf more often and more frequently in, in a, you know, just, you know, dollar store versions of Convergence Station, you know, showing up in like, you know, Columbus or something yeah. like that. 
Well, there you go. I mean, kind of right. Ish, not international, but they did announce a Meow Wolf in Dallas. Dallas. Okay, yeah, da- Dallas is the new hop, the new uh, place to go for themed entertainment, which is exciting. Um, now, look, folks, we're going to give some more predictions in just a moment. We have a, a couple more to review. Charlie nodded. Um, yeah, just one more, I think. Just one more. Yeah, I kind of trimmed it out a little bit. Um, so, if you have any predictions you want us to make or questions, like we'll do it. Try to do things in 2023. We'll review it. We'll make some predictions, which is always fun. Um, so here we go. Um, what's the next one? Is it gonna be, uh, yeah, Galactic Star Cruiser? Oh. Trouble marketing the experience. And um, they've released a lot of, of, of information. It's been very that. kind. <laughs> it is. And, and you know, to me, I, I, I have to, I, I work on the project, so I have to be careful about all this, but so I'm gonna have to kind of just stay into what I've seen and publicly write about it is I, people are, you know, they're building, because this is the, this is a, a LARPing, or can be a LARPing experience, interactive actors, and they're building the most, like the world's most elaborate stage. And when Disney's attempted to market this, when things aren't actually what they are, and you're, you're just walking down a hallway, I don't think that's very captivating, and it hasn't captivated the audiences of people. And having said that, Disney doesn't really need to have the general public care about this project. It doesn't matter. They're competing on the, the four seasons uh, rate, more than the four seasons depending on the time of year, and super fans and wealthy people that want to just have an, ele- have an elevated experience. Yeah, on a lark, right? And so um, my my prediction for this is that, you know, it, it's going to open, right? People are going to experience it. And I, I, I think that the overall immersive experience that guests are going to have is, is going to be pretty... Uh, the people that like are intrigued by that Westworld experience are going to be blown away by it. If you're coming in there looking for a luxury experience and you just want to check out and have a cocktail, not going to be that fun for you, right? As as described and marketed, um, I think this is a game changer for the industry, completely a game changer. Um, I think we're going to, so this is just me saying, I think it's going to be a creative and storytelling success unlike we've ever seen in our, our lives with, an, with this much money. I know there's been ever more or other parks out there, but like this level of a company going all in like this um, is going to be incredible. Uh, I think it's going to be well received by actual humans that are experiencing it. And I, I have a little bit of frustration because I, I all right, all right, all right. So <laughs> I, I think <clears throat> well received by people who experienced it, but really expensive, and they've kind of hit that price point, you know. So we'll, we'll, we'll I really hope. And I, Andy, I mean, you missed this earlier, but we talked about how they've um, they've dropped down the. Um, then like if they have low occupancy days, they're they're cutting them to try to get it. And you do want you want a full you want people there to experience it. You know you don't want to just be walking around with low low occupancy. So I I I'm, I'm um, my best wishes to the crew and and I really hope they can make it work. Um, and if they need to cut down the amount of shows to make it work to make it financially feasible, do it. That's the right way to do it. Don't cut the experience down. Don't start letting go of actors or just make it make it happen um yeah see like imagine if they'd done that with that the adventurers club instead of just tearing it down they could have just made adventurers club friday saturday sunday yeah yeah very true like a regular bar yeah because there's not much they can do with that building anyway so we'll see what happens but um i mean my i think it was kind of like i thought it was gonna be i I honestly thought people were gonna pay to go but um my recommendation i was talking to a buddy the other day i'm like they should start giving like three stays before and after your trip 
and they just started doing like literally like two days after I told them that they started doing like seven hundred dollars off your stay before like just give a bunch of freebies like free free park admission the stuff that doesn't really cost Disney anything just to like make it work and yeah. um, or you know and and I and I hope that um, you know a lot of projects I'm on are referencing in that that's that's what people want they want to be immersed and it's, it's really expensive to do that to have actors everywhere you know um, so and well, now I, that- Sorry. Now that you now that you've experienced it, what what was your what was your feeling about it? I thought it was really incredible. Um, if I was a Star Wars fan that was had money, I would save up to do it, and I would be would have been very pleasantly surprised with it. Um, coincidentally, I did sleep no more over the weekend because I was in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, have you done that before? Yeah. And that is really overwhelming. <laughs> um, it's very over. Have, have you done oh, it? You, you've never done it before? You've done it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I, was, I was planning to do it right, right March 2020. Oh, no. Yeah. And there, there have been a couple of times. I know this isn't the Sleep No More show, but like my brain goes to that show. And uh, that show is like walking into a nightmare. <laughs> so it's like, and the level of detail, the just how big it is it's it's crazy it's pretty it's ridiculous um in my head i kind of had a picture of a couple rooms and maybe no it is it is a lot it is a lot it's oh and like for me it's like overwhelming in a way and i know i I don't know it's like over it's sensory overload and i definitely managed to get to the bar get out to the bar a couple times and (laughs) when i was like i need to drink here man like this is a lot um and that the um star cruiser is a less intense version of that like you definitely don't have that as much fomo because it's a little more more prescribed because of slave no more people are doing things in different places and i i actually i talked about why i missed like an entire the entire opening scene i missed because i was like off in the forest somewhere um and i know that sounds weird but that's exactly what i was doing and so i was like okay i didn't know what you know what to expect um but i it with Galactic Star Cruise, you're able to interact with people and engage and, and all that. And so, for me, like I would, I want to do it. I will do it one day. But I want Max, my son, and my whatever future kids that we have, to be a little bit older to appreciate it. Because now it's like taking a one year old. I'm not gonna, or you know, I'm not gonna, you know, they're not really getting enjoyment out of that. So, um, and I know the thing is like, oh, I want to. A lot of people in the entertainment are like, oh, I want to go. I just want to do it on somebody else's bill. <clears throat> That's the problem, you know. Um, I don't, and I don't know how they can get to a better price point or make it work if they, you know, they're not losing their shirts on it with all the actors they have. But it's, but it's, a, it's an amazing experience. <laughs> I, I'm very grateful to have been a part of it, to have experienced it, to have helped, you know, create it in a, min- in a minor, minor way that I did. So we'll see. Um, yeah, I hope it doesn't go away. I hope that it 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 continues on and and finds its, it continues to find its audience, and even if that means dropping the price a little bit. You know, I think that if they drop the price a little bit, you know, they get, you know, the next level of people below the people that have already gone. Like, I think all the people that can afford to go and want to go have gone. And now you need to, like, drop the price a little bit and get the next level of people that, like, really want to go. And, you know, then, you know, maybe they won't make as much money, but at least they'll break even, perhaps. Well, and it's interesting because, like, so, you know, I was out in New York. And so, you know, you look, okay, this theater is like people are paying $500 for a seat for the orchestra for Hamilton or whatever it is. 
for two hours to two and three hours of entertainment, it's like, okay, <clears throat> you can stack that up against other comparables, but it's about, can you, are those the right people? How to get that message out, you know, and, and the four season to basically charges the same for their suites. So how do you get into that? Um, and I, and the marketing, but it's, it's a tough to market, you know, and I think that my, my, a friend of mine said this and he's like, you know, I, I want another company to do this because it'll make it more of a thing. Like it's more of a, you know, it's, now it's just, it's its own genre and yeah, it makes sense to do that. So we'll see. I'm, I'm, I enjoyed it. So we, we have not made one prediction yet on the prediction show. Why don't we go ahead and make some predictions predicting 2023. Once again, I know we have a lot of people watching us love to have you guys chime in chat, um, throw tomatoes at us. Um, and then, I will just say this, Charlie, if you can quickly create little uh, marquees at the bottom. How we'll do this, Andy, is that I'll, I'll toss out like a question or a thing. You'll respond, and then you do the same back to me, and we'll, we'll just kind of do a few. Um, <clears throat> personal predictions for Patrick Kling or career or whatever for 2023. And you do it for me, and then I'll do it for you. All right. <clears throat> Well, uh, I let's see. Do you think that you'll still be working in themed entertainment uh, by the end of twenty twenty three? Well, so yeah, yeah, I, I'll always have a little bit of a foot in themed entertainment, no matter what. Oh, we don't have well, then yes. So yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I will. I'll, I'll still be in. The, I mean, just the fact that we have this this channel and all this, it always has my, always has my, my foot in the entertainment. So kind of what Andy was alluding to is last year, I started a company called um, gift apply and we were really, you know, had a great year. We raised over uh, $10,000 for nonprofits um, for selling gift wrapping paper. And while I was doing that, I was also doing a lot of consulting work uh, for storyline studios. And so I've, I am still have my foot in the entertainment and really enjoy the entertainment. I love the entertainment. And uh, I do believe that I will always in some way be involved in themed entertainment, whether it's this or a big break foundation or actually consulting. I, I do think I will. Do you think no? Um, <laughs> um, Andy. Um, so how about this? Any predictions for yourself? Uh, you are, I mean, even a goal or anything like that. What do you predict for yourself in 2023? Well, you know, I've spent, I spent last year, um, I wouldn't say reevaluating my career, but certainly uh, thinking about uh, trying to transition to some sort of full-time executive job somewhere, you yeah. know, at, at one of the companies, you know, uh, you know, I, it's a possibility and I'm talking to some people and uh, I'm hoping that maybe by the end of the year I can, you know, you know, uh, sort of ascend <laughs> okay. to, some sort of executive full-time position somewhere. All right. Now, would you say that's a prediction or a hope? Or do you want to predict it? I would say that, yeah, by the end of the year, I might be, yeah. All right. I'll and, and, and who knows? That might be a move, too. I mean, my lease here is up in six months, so who knows? Yeah. Okay. Do you, should I start getting your uh, plot of land here in Orlando freed up? Or what do, what do you think? A plot of land what? In Orlando uh, free, uh, cleaned off here? Or what do you think? Oh, I don't know. Uh, maybe a loft downtown. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, cool. All right, so Andy may be in a, in a in a executive position. What do you say? Executive is just like a director level and above, or what do you think? Yeah, you know, like you know, somebody in charge of audio or music creatively somewhere. Love it. 
there's a lot of opportunity out there. Um, so that's great. Okay. <clears throat> now look, um, you know, we'll try to keep these episodes tied to 60 minutes for, you know, um, any universal, um, predictions between now and 2023? Uh, well, I, I, I don't think anybody could have predicted anybody outside of universal could have predicted the, the, the Dallas or uh, Houston. Um, is it Houston or Dallas? Dallas. Dallas, uh, mini park. Yeah. I mean, I, you and I know a lot of people at Universal, and I did not know about it, and it was shocking. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's very exciting, and I think that we're going to see uh, hopefully a lot more details about that come out. So you think there'll be more details about the well, they, but like, and then maybe an opening date. I don't know if they announced an opening date for that. It was just like this. No, they didn't. Okay, would you like to make? Why don't we do this? Predict when that will open. Um, I would say, <clears throat> given the size and I think the type of attractions that it's going to have, which is mainly, I think, uh, a lot of lifts from other attractions and, and ports and uh, ad adaptations from attractions at other parks, um, I would say maybe like even third or fourth quarter 2025. I think that yeah. they could build that in two years. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking 2025 as well. I think they can do it. And yeah. And I, and I think it's possible they could announce another location for it, probably internationally. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was Europe. There was a Europe location they were identifying right now. Well, I think I have another prediction. <coughs> okay. I, I feel it coming. Um, I think that uh, you'll see Port of Ventura turn back into a Universal Park. Right. There's rumors about that. Yeah. I think that's definitely a possibility. Yeah. Uh, I will, I will, I will say it's speculation, and not, yeah. predict it. but I think that they'll announce their uh, their new their new um, <laughs> their new their the, the I think they'll announce a new a new location, um, and I would have I would be fun to see it like a small open in Australia, you know, um, that smaller park like that. Um, well, there's already Universal properties at SeaWorld in Australia. They've got that big Nickelodeon land there, so and that does that's very successful. Yeah. They do have the Gold Coast. They have that. Um, okay. Uh, other universal predictions. That's not universal. That's that's Paramount. I'm sorry. Yeah, Paramount. No worries. I don't work for them anymore. Um, so for, I I don't know if you know. I, I have I I have little to no knowledge about what is coming to replace the Fievel. Uh, I don't. Want, I, I want to be more conversation. Um, the the Fievel area at Universal. Uh, if you have insider information, just give me a okay. The, the day after it, and it's funny because this is like right after Minions or, you know, Shrek was closed and Minions were up the next day, basically, um, for the Mayhem convention or whatever it is. Predictions for what's coming to that area. Um, DreamWorks crap kind of stuff kind of showed up on the walls. Sound like they were testing the waters with DreamWorks for their, their little play area. Any predictions of what that area? And I'll be honest, the last I heard that area was like supposed to be Pokemon. Well, that, and then that, but that was like five years ago, and then before that, it was going to be a few other things that I, I will not publicly discuss. But um, I honestly, honestly, I I don't know. Um, I I haven't heard anything much like you know with the the Dallas Park. I was like, it's news to it's new to me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's not a terribly big area. I mean, and it's not. I, and I huh? Yeah, go, go. well, originally they were going to put Nintendo back there. So I mean, I feel like and I don't know if that, who knows what that. But so it's like. That's been kind of leaked. I don't know. So they could probably fit, depending on how far back they want to go. 
I don't think it's going to be as ambitious as that at all, right? So, well, um, I mean, in terms of programming, I mean, I think that they still need something like that area, a little play area for little kids. Yeah. So I, I don't think that they would program it uh, programmatically. I don't think they would sort of just chuck that whole, you know, sector of the demographic, you know, and just be like, all right, we're putting another coaster in. I don't know. They could. They could put a, you know, a Fast and Furious coaster in or something. I don't know. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Maybe I don't, and I don't and I don't think they would split up the minions. I don't think that they would put Super Silly Funland there and you know have the minions ride be like down the street. Yeah, I'm my my I, I would put my money on like a pretty solid kids area. Several you know Zamperla fun little spinny rides that, and then maybe a family friendly water ride, which that park does not have. Hmm. Hmm. Um. Very interested to see that. Um, and, and Charlie, they, they already put like DreamWorks stuff on the wall, so that's why they did DreamWorks. Um, we're probably looking at two, three years on that, probably oh, at least, after yeah. the universe. So, you know, and I, so I would predict that in the meantime, uh, between now and when they actually start construction or something, I think they'll just scrape that whole area off, uh, pave it, and then you'll probably see another haunted house there for oh, more nights. <clears throat> Interesting. Or two. or two. Or uh, two. Oh, more spinners is music admired, right? Well, I mean, probably not because they already have they already have the one right in the twirl, the whirling twirl or whatever that is. Hey, Justin, right. thanks for watching the show. Um, but you know, a little family friendly, friendly. My whole world right now is just family friendly, damn polar rides. Um, so we're really interested to see what that's going to be. Um, excited to see that. Yeah, and as somebody that like has a kid that will be a child at some point or like be a you know love to go have some more family fun rides there so um that'd be great to see um other predictions i'd love to see like right now we have the villains mayhem we haven't no real the universal doesn't announce things until they're already built basically so what um any thoughts on if we're going to see another announcement in 2023 for a ride um like at islands of adventure at Islands, mm -hmm. um, I would be really surprised because they'd have to tear something down at this point to build something new. Yeah, they, have, they built out quite a bit. Yeah. Well, they still have the Poseidon's, um, or not Poseidon's, they have the, the stunt show. Yeah. Oh, that's true. They could tear out that. And then there's that whole, uh, the, the the big arena uh, over at... Uh, Toon Lagoon. Toon Lagoon, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, come to think of it, you know, with Epic Universe, you know, that the islands and, and Universal are sort of just, you know, sidelined yeah. a little bit. Well, they, they've had the big, they had Hagrid's and they had... Um, right. But I mean, yeah, like, for the future. I think they're probably a little bit on autopilot for a little bit. Um, yeah. I think maybe, in, so I don't think anything's, we're not going to hear a peep in 2023. <clears throat> Any Halloween Horror Night predictions you'd like to make? Because I might be fading away into sunlight. <laughs> um, well, I hope the Lagoon Show comes back this year. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard any word? I mean, I mean, I know you're. Well, I mean, um, as you know, like you know, the, the Lagoon sort of just got torn apart uh, in the hurricane, and um, I'm sorry. Uh, the, basically, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, I mean, a lot of the hardware in the Lagoon has to be replaced, and I don't know if that's going to be done in the next, you know, six months. I don't think so. Maybe. 
Um, I, 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 I'm going to join the, the hope with Twitter that there's a, a Megan maze. I think that would be fantastic. You know, it's such a popular film now. And I think that it would be kind of a no brainer to, to get that in and it's, it's Blumhouse and they already have Blumhouse houses. So I'd be surprised if uh, there wasn't a Megan maze and or show. Yeah. Charlie says evil dead as well. I'd love to see the return of a, uh, a nostalgia IP. Um, you know, we had Ghostbusters. We had um, Beetleju- Beetlejuice. Um, love to see if they can keep exploring that a little bit. Um, I And I've also loved to see, like, if they could turn take a... Uh, I don't want to say Back to the Future, but take kind of like an old kind of movie and kind of make it its own thing, you know, in a weird way, in an interesting way. Um Interesting to see that. Not Back to the Future, but something like that. Okay, so Universal, uh, basically no operational changes to them for COVID. They're back to where they've operated their theme park like theme parks have operated for the past 50 years, 60, 70 years. <clears throat> Let's talk about Disney. All right, just any n- major attraction news, will that be announced this year? And I'm not talking about like an opening day. I'm saying, hey, we are now building – X for Epcot or for Disney Studios or for whatever it is going to be. Any major announcements to be made this year? I don't think so. Uh, Unless, you know, they follow through with some of their pie-in-the-sky ideas for uh, Magic Kingdom. You know, the... I would not... I I, I feel like that was a lot of... I, I don't even know how real that any of that stuff is with Bob Iger back, and I mean, who knows, really? Mm, yeah. Uh, I will say, I think that it'll be the thing about the thing about Disney that I, I wish they would do is that they would, um, um, Charlie, I'll talk to you about that after after we're done. Um, so. I, I think they're going to confirm a, a big attraction coming and it'll, it'll and, and, or area. I, I think they will. I think they're going to announce it by the end of the year because while there are several things in the pipeline. I don't think they want to be seen as kind of like, we're not doing anything well in 2025 Epic universe is opening. So while I don't think it's going to be able to be like that fast tracked, maybe it could be by, by Epic universe, there could be a major expansion somewhere. I, I can't imagine I mean, if we don't see something uh, at one of the parks under construction right now, there's nothing new, big opening for 2025 for Disney at, in Florida. Right. Well, it, I guess it has to do with um, what 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 are they like? Do they need to build an entire? Are they going to refresh something like the Tiana's Bayou Adventure? Like what what, what could be fast tracked and all that? You know, well, that's who knows. I, I think that you know. It's really hard to say. I mean, Disney is so in flux right now. You know, they're restructuring the whole company back to sort of the way it was two years ago. And um, I think that um, I don't think that Bob Iger is as as risk adverse as as Chapek was. Um, I think, you know, he's, he took some big swings, you know, with the Galaxy's Edge and the two of them, you know, and the you know, the Star Wars Hotel and, and everything and the, Gal- the Guardians and 
you know, I think um, I think if Disney wanted to announce something big, they've got to announce some sort of boutique, another big boutique experience, like a mini, like the Universal Mini Park. But like, hmm. let's you know, let's see the Villains Park. Let's see the After Hours Villains Park. Right. You know, not just like a little mini land on the other side of Big Thunder Mountain, like they in that. That, well, uh, I mentioned that. I mean, who knows what will happen with that? Yeah, I don't know. I, I felt I felt like they were really grasping for straws at D twenty three. Not to rehash that, but um, I can't I can't think of a single thing. You know, like I watched the show earlier today, and I was just like, you know, I, I feel like we're left in the same position. It's just like, I mean, who knows? It's like you know, the the craziest thing I could imagine is if they announce a new park, you know, somewhere. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, no, I think, but. <laughs> I'd say I'll, I'll predict that I think they could that same team that works on Story Living could announce a project because I mean they've, they, that that segment's been announced or been a part for a couple of years I think at this point they that same segment could announce um, something some sort of location based experience um, I think that's I, I, I'm going to produce it whether it's like a gift shop or something major. I think that's possible. Um, okay, how about okay? So, like, if only there was a way to get the Disney experience into malls across America, and or <laughs> retail's hard. I mean, retail's really hard. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's hard. I mean, FECs are hard to get a return on too. So, all right, how about just the go operationally going to theme parks? I mean, oh, they're making. They were going to be heavily modifying their park reservation system. That did not happen. They they held to it. They're making um, way too much money the way it is right now. So um, I think as long as as long unless people are like rioting at the gates, I think that the reservation system will continue. So I will. I'll make this that I, I think that likely by year end, uh, I think that we're going to see. Annual passes brought back to Disney World. Like they're not selling them right now. I think they're going to bring them back. Mm. Um, I think we're going to see the trams come back. I'm, I'm hope that's more of a hopeful thing. Maybe oh, the trams aren't back at Disney World yet. They they only at Magic Kingdom and at Animal Kingdom. They haven't brought them back oh. to, um, which is just not good for accessibility and for a lot of reasons. I, I I'm a bit. It's yeah troublesome. It's not a good um, look. No, just get put a trams by that. Like they have, they built, they invested all this infrastructure in the trams. Run your trams. It's not. And this is the interesting thing is like when I, I, so my wife and I we went to Magic Kingdom for three days. Um, we hadn't done it yet with Maximus. My son, he's nine months old, and we we didn't want to be like coming in and parking and tramming in the monorail. Like we wanted to stay close by. So Q got a nice discount at one of the hotels she works at Disney. And you go to the parks and. They are very well staffed. Like, there's not a moment where I'm like, "Oh, there should have been a customer there that like waved me through." No, they they almost have more than enough people. So, like, operations at Disney World are solid. So, like, when when I don't get why they can't hire or afford a 20 person crew to do the tram or whatever it is, it just seems weird. Like, I don't know how to make the connect the dots of like why they won't just do that because it's like, oh, it costs money. It's like. Yeah, but like they have ten people standing on Main Street waving flat waving flashlights around when they only needed two, um, or whatever that is. Like it just seems like a weird. I, I don't get the disconnect. Like I'm never at the parks now. Like 
oh, this feels understaffed. No, it feels very well staffed and everyone's very knowledgeable and everyone's doing great, had a great experience. Um, so I'm confused, um, generally, generally confused by it. You know, they got eight people working the monorail station, but not, tra- you know, I don't know. Is, so, the, is, are the, is the tram are the tram drivers uh, like in some sort of some union like they are here like at Universal like in the Teamsters? No, I mean it's I mean there's unions out here, but like they're not even, they don't even have they're not even like posting for those jobs right now. Like there's not it's not like a weird it could be done. Um, Maybe it's just like they just don't want to spend the money on maintenance and fuel. Yeah, I mean I know it's ma- I know it's maintenance, but like yeah, but like you, you pay money so many places where I, I could walk to the park and say hey you're you're leaving money at the table here and uh, alcohol at Magic Kingdom, like, but at carts. Um, just just have one beer cart at Magic Kingdom, and it would pay for trams three times <laughs> over at all. The it's carts. true. <laughs> um, that's the whole thing. So, I, I, so it's interesting to see that unfold. Trams come back. I'm hopeful. There was signage that came out for the. <laughs> For the um, parking lots at Epcot that had you know all the characters in the internet and you know kind of polarizing over it, I don't but understand the polarization. Like so what? Uh, yeah, I mean I, I get it. I mean it, it, I, I I don't know. But space tram, that space tram. I'm gonna go on the space tram. I don't remember what the other tram was. Space and maybe it was water. I don't know what it was. But I hope they're gonna come back. So that's a hopeful prediction that they're gonna come back. Park reservation system. I yeah, I do believe that. For hotel guests, gone. I, I don't think it's going to be gone. Um, completely gone. I, I can't imagine it. I, I just can't imagine them putting that pressure on people who are already – if you're staying there, go to whatever party you want. That, I'm only going to say that because I, I really ate a lot of crow on that one. I was like, yeah, they're going to you know, hotel guests. It's just going to be like, go whatever you park you want. Um, and the only thing that I feel like is – kind of keeping the park reservation system alive well not only there, i know there's a lot of because like a lot of stuff like forecasting they used to do all the time they always did they did it they did it before they can artificially keep it away or whatever you know, okay whatever um but it's going to be the virtual cues for attractions because they kind of want to know who's going to the park that day to then be able to book it so I don't. I mean, the other solution to that is to just go and and show up, and then as you get to the main gate, which is what they did for Rise of the Resistance when it first opened for those first few months in um, 20, 2019. Uh, but like to me, like as a practical guest, like that's the only reason. It's like, okay, yeah, I want to wake up and try to book my, uh, you know, my pass for this ride before I go to the park. So I don't know how it's gonna all all fan out. Um. So other predictions I'll make. Um. Any, I mean, uh, how about you, Benny? Any other? I mean, now that I've actually rambled on a little bit, any, any from your on your end? Um, I, I think that they'll probably um reduce the restrictions for the magic key holders here in Anaheim, eventually too. I would hope. Got it. Yep. Would you become a magic key holder again, or an end pass holder? I mean, maybe. I mean, uh, I, I, you know, I'm going again on Friday uh, with a cast member friend, and it's just like, you know, I don't, you know, I'm happy to go whenever they want to go, and they invite me, so probably not. Right, right, right. Good deal. <clears throat> All right. Well, any industry at large announcements? Um, industry wise, we saw a lot of kind of the old, um, a lot of companies being swooped up by different 
bigger company or you know conglomerates or whatever not conglomerates but companies combining you know tate acquired thinkwell and itech any other broad um predictions well i you know we already saw um you know non-themed entertainment related but i think tangentially related as i'll try to explain uh, you know we saw the big announcement last year about neom in saudi arabia and the line in saudi arabia as well um i think that the you know i've known about a lot of the stuff in in Saudi for a long time now. Uh, I think we're going to see this year is going to be some really big announcements to the general public about all of the theme entertainment offerings coming to the KSA. Right. Um, yeah. I think that it's going to be shocking for a lot of people. Yeah. And and it's gonna it's going to seem unbelievable, but they're they've got more money than God literally, and uh, certainly the will of the people is there and the government. So. You know, I don't be shocked when you see something shocking announced for KSA. Okay. Um, theme entertainment announcements. So big announcement for KSA. Um, I going to say I'll make a prediction that you could see a hmm. That's a pretty solid prediction. I'm going to say, like, there might be a stunning announcement, like, Josh tomorrow gets out of his role. Well, I think uh, that, you know, related to that, I mean, I think that you might see Josh tomorrow being announced as the next CEO of Disney. Because Ch- uh, Iger's got two years on this contract. And I think by the wow. end of next year, he's probably, by the end of this year, he's going to announce who's going to replace him the following year. Yeah, I, I think Iger's here to stay for several years. I don't think he's actually going anywhere. You don't think that. so? You think he's just going to just, like, he's, like, the forever CEO? I, uh, yeah, I do. I think that, like, the two, the two years was just kind of like a say, hey, everything, like, it wasn't, we, have, we don't have, we have, yes. Because, like, what is he, like, 65, 67? No, he's, like, 71 or 72. Let's fact check. I mean, uh, Charlie, can you pull up and see how, how old Bob Iger is? Because 70 is the new 60, 60 is the new 50, 40 is the new 20. Well, I, uh, I like I like that because I turned 49 next week, so. <laughs> 71. I mean, I think he has got at least five years in him. At least five years mm. in him. Because he like, looks great. He looks like he's 60. Yeah, I don't, I don't, any, you know, they were roaming the parks, Josh, and him and <clears throat> just this complete sideline story. When I flew to New York on Thursday, he was on our same flight. And so we got a, meanwhile, I got a picture of him at the airport. We were like, we're all walking the same way. So that's funny. He's a super nice guy, by the way. Just like very personable and all that. Uh, Josh tomorrow, not Bob Iger. So Bob Iger. Yeah. I, I don't think he's, go- I don't think there's any reason for him to go anywhere. Nobody, no one's asking. I mean, the board can kind of do like, Hey, this is temporary, but there's no heir apparent of any kind. I mean, if that's the thing. That's why I kind of made the announcement. I think you need Josh to go and do other places. But what I think the guy, I think we said about it on the previous episode, what I think needs to happen is they need to have a chief operating officer, like um, the woman who's right now, like the chief financial officer. They need a chief creative officer. That's the heart blood of the company. Um, so anyways, I'm going to say that like a, a big, a big shakeup at Disney could happen like that. Um, I would say at Universal, but that's already happened. They all took the, they all took the retirement. So yeah, you know, who know? I don't, I don't know. Who knows? 
um, you know, who's going to get that senior vice president position. Well, this has been fun. We are going to watch this episode in January of 2024. Happy New Year, Andy. Happy New Year. And I look forward to seeing you in a few days and going on Nintendo and Mar- Mario or uh, Bowser's chat. I don't know if they call it right, but I'm looking forward to going and seeing it myself. Yeah, it's going to be fun. All right. Thanks, everybody. And please subscribe. Follow our uh, our email list. Uh, like us on uh, YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter, everywhere. We're here. And we have more episodes in the works. And we'll see you in a, in a little bit, everybody. Thank you.